Welcome to the Ponder on That podcast, where we talk about mental health, our goals, self-confidence, self-love, and many more various topics. In every episode, we will be giving advice that we can apply practically in our everyday lives. I'm Saffron King. Let's begin. Hey beautiful people, welcome to the Ponder on That podcast with myself, Saffron King, and the amazing Thomas Troutman. Thomas is an entertainer, creative director, choreographer of the Zap Band, actor, and founder of an amazing multimedia production company. Thomas, how how's your week gone so far? I know it's only Monday, but how have yes. you it is going well it's been productive like I got a lot done so far today still plenty of day to you know like just set up everything I have going on but it's been a really good day oh amazing so Thomas you are an incredibly like gifted person how did you get into the world of entertainment and acting well I I grew up around it. My family is the world-renowned Zap Band or Zap, Zap Freecher and Rogers. So many like also known as. So I grew up just watching my father and my uncles, I mean, be entrepreneurs and be legendary in the entertainment industry, you know, by way of music and then giving back to community as I was growing up. So just watching that, first of all, I thought it was normal. I thought that everybody just had cool family like that, right? So I was just drawn to being a performer, like that's all I've ever known is performing. Like I never played with toys. I just created shows my whole life. I started at, with dance. Dance was my first love. Started dancing when I was about four years old. And then um, I got into acting and just doing productions probably about uh, between five and six years old. And um, yeah, that's just been my life. That has oh been my gosh. life. So between five and six years old, you started in this with well dancing, but within this industry as a whole. That's yeah. amazing. So, I mean, how is it like having family in the Zach band? So, like, literally, blood family, like people who. Yeah. Wow. wow. I, like, so my dad is um, the youngest brother, and okay. his childhood nickname is Zach. And so when they. Um, when they were, they were Roger in the human body first, and then they got signed to Warner Brothers by way of George Clinton and Booty Collins. And before they released the uh, timeless record, More Bounce to the Ounce, I was like, hey, listen, we need a new name. They're like, hey, what do you call it? What's, what y'all call y'all brother? Zap? He's like, yeah, that's it. We're going to call oh the group Zap. And, you know, the rest is history. So um, Zap is my dad. Roger was my uncle. And then, like, my uncle Lester's been a uh, drummer. Like, I mean, they've been doing this their entire lives, too. So... Um, it's just literally in my blood. That is fantastic, and you know, I have to say, computer love. I, I, yeah. That is that that is, that was Roger and the Zap Band, wasn't it? Or yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Computer love. That I record was before his time because now here we are on computers, like even conducting yeah. the interview for this, like right the the podcast. It's just crazy where you watch like cartoons like the Jetsons, or I remember when I was on the house phone in like middle school and high school. Like, I, I could have, I, I never imagined it being a real thing to, like, FaceTime or be able to talk to people on a camera 
in different parts of the world. Like I used to just imagine that as a child. And now that's how we communicate, you know? Literally. So what you said is so powerful. Like it literally was before its time, that song. And it, I know it was in like a lot of movies as well. So that's yeah. incredible. That is, incre that is incredible. So Thomas, I see like you do amazing work with the incredible artist also, Yellow Pain. Yeah. How, how did you and Yellow Pain become connected? Uh, so we we grew up um, in the same church. And the crazy thing is, like, our paths crossed uh, quite a bit when we were younger, like elementary school, like through middle and high school, because, uh, like I said, we went to the same church. I was actually closer to his sisters, you know, like uh, me and another one of his sisters are the same age. We went to elementary school together. And then another one of his siblings, we went to high school together. Um, and we did a lot of stuff just in the worship arts ministry at our church. And it was years, you know, uh, we've probably been at this for a similar amount of time. And just as of recent, you know, uh, we're both in Atlanta and our, our creative thought process is very similar. Um, so, you know, that just kind of sparked some really dope things that, you know, we've already put out and, you know, things that are coming down the pipeline soon. So, you know, that's that's my home, man. And mate, we're very excited for that. Oh my gosh, thanks for the plug. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting that you say like you and him have, have like similarities in terms of mindset because when I be, when I've been watching like his reels and what he talks about and his music, it is very like raw and he talks about his faith a lot with God. Mm -hmm. He's not like ashamed to talk about like his faith. Um, on that on that platform as well, like such a big platform, you know, but he's still remains authentic to himself and that's how I see how you've been um across media as well so that's amazing yeah Thomas when did you realize that you had a strong purpose in the entertainment industry like when did you like get that kind of epiphany have you like yeah I think I think I've always known that this is what I was going to do I never really knew the capacity that I would do it in. I just know that like performing, being creative, whether it's music, dance, acting, like I fell in love with it as a child. It's really all I've known. And then, um, you know, one of the revelations that I've had recently, just over maybe the last year or so, is understanding anointing. You know, when you understand what anointing is and you really plug into um, just a relationship with the Holy Spirit with God, you realize like, God just, I don't know how to explain it, but he just shows you things that he like he's been present your entire life. And so the revelation is, you know, when when you get wisdom with your anointing, it becomes dangerous because now, you know, some cheat codes about life. And, you know, I think I think when I really was like, OK, I'm going to go for this like this is it for sure. As, um, you know, after my uncle's passed and 99, I was like seven years old. Um, and so I just kind of abandoned any thought about like music and that kind of, I still did like a few plays and that kind of thing. Um, but I played sports from the ages of seven to 11. And I remember I was mid baseball season, like, and I love playing baseball. That was like one of my favorite sports. I played shortstop, you know, did some outfield stuff too. But I remember I was standing, I'll never forget this moment. I was standing on the baseball diamond. And I just auditioned for my first musical, which was The Wiz. This was in, I think, 2003. And I was at a game and I had rehearsal the next like few weeks. And I'm like, OK, it's either keep playing baseball and not do the show or do the show. 
I told my coach, like, hey, yeah, this is my last game. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> um, because I just knew that I wanted to take just the arts, you know, especially in theater and acting to another level. Yeah, so that was it. That was at 11 years old. I was like, yeah, this, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And wow. the rest is history. Do you know, Thomas, that is so unique, 11 years old, to know, like, what you want to do for the rest of your life. And it just shows how God's hand has been on you from, mm -hmm. from a dot. And it's not to say that those of us who didn't know um, what we wanted to do from young, that we, we don't have God's hand on our life. But it just shows in your unique journey how much God was with you and mm -hmm. holding your hand. And look how far you've come. Um, mm -hmm. And it's interesting what you say about anointing because it's it's true. It's like anointing is a gift. It's it's a gift from God. And like as much as like, education is important and experience is important, once you have that anointing from the Holy Spirit, like that is all you need. That's it. It's all you need. Yeah. And he like, nothing more, nothing less. Yes. Exactly. Obedience, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah obedience. It, <laughs> that is yeah. That is one thing. Absolutely. And God will test you as well. He will test us. Show. <laughs> Show. Yeah. Let's see if you got faith for real. Because yeah. man, it's like that's that's a part of the this journey, especially just being in the entertainment industry. Wow. And so to be a beacon of light and to know that that's a part of the purpose that God has revealed for me. It's just like, amen. Like it, it, I always have to depend on the Holy spirit because um, at any point that I tried to do things my way, it never worked out. Looks like it wasn't going to happen. But when you really submit to the will of God, you realize like the desires that you've had were desires that he placed there, but there is a certain way of certain journey and a certain course that he wants to take you. So like being an entertainer, singing and dancing and like just pouring positive energy into the people, that's always been a part of it. Yeah. But it's like, I have to do it his way. Yeah. And then you realize like when you actually surrender and submit that doing it God's way is actually way more rewarding because it comes with just those moments of faith where you're like, oh, this is, this is okay. Amen. You, you got to do this. You got to show me every step because I don't know how, Definitely. you know? And uh, I just think that that's, uh, the amazing part of the, about the journey because we get excited just in our human nature about the results but God gets excited when we actually surrender and we give it to him like the way we celebrate when those things that he already knows about happens he's celebrating at the beginning of the journey because he's like oh yeah now I can trust you to be faithful with more because you're not doing it your way you're asking me and you're really submitting to how I reveal these things to you moment by moment absolutely i love how i love i love everything you said there and it's like god he he tests you like to see how sincere you are with him because in the entertainment industry it's so easy to want like your validation from people to do yeah. things with people but actually yes obviously we're meant to pour out to people and give people hope and encouragement and healing mm -hmm. But actually, where where do we start? Like, where where is it coming from first from us? We have to first be filled by God to then pour out yeah. to others. Um, so that's beautiful what you've said. So who has inspired you the most on your journey and why? Oh, man. Um, well, of course, you know, my like my my uncles, um, my, my dad, like I've learned a lot just 
in in the industry and in the just the music business, especially with like live production and touring, I learned so much from him. And then just life wisdom, you know, and just other artists that have inspired me. One for sure, and anybody that knows me be like, yeah, no, nah, that's that's who he's patterning a lot of things. But Janet, Janet Jackson, wow. um, yeah, I mean, just I have always loved how she puts on a show, like. Uh, that was one of the things as a kid from probably like nine until I was 14, I would duplicate or like do her all for you and velvet rope tour. Like every summer, like I would do one or the other, but just to see how she cultivates shows and then um, like the music videos and the energy that she brings. Like, I just think that she is one of the best performers to ever do it, you know, and it, it comes from just like the storytelling elements of her live performance. Another is uh, Justin Timberlake. Just love how he performs, just his music and the way that he infused like the pop and kind of urban sounds and instrumentations. Usher is another one vocally. And then just like him, uh, especially in the in the like the confession era, and okay. you know some of those earlier projects, like oh my goodness, just the I love how he presented music, you know, and the music videos and the vi visuals, and I was really big on like the boy band era, like you know, like in sync, oh. um, the ninety eight degrees, Black Street Boys, you know, even like Britney, Christina, like just that that late nineties, early two thousands, mm -hmm. just pop wave really was inspirational because um, you don't see a lot of music like that anymore. Music videos, visuals, where you have like dancers or you have like uh, really dope storylines. So, you know, that's that's a, a small, oh, Pink. Pink definitely has to get an honor. Oh my too. gosh, yeah. Uh, the, one of my favorite female artists. Um, I've seen her in concert a couple times too. But uh, yeah, that's just like a short list. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Oh, Michael. Of course, oh, like vocally, yeah. vocally, the way that I arrange vocals and how I am in the studio, I've just listened and like watched different documentaries of just how he created music and how he stacked background vocals. And then just, you know, some of the variations that you get in one record from Michael Jackson and, um, you know, just his collaboration with Quincy Jones, like on a production side, Quincy Jones is one of my favorite just He's a genius. He's he is. Quincy Jones, just one of the best that will ever do it. Almost can't yeah. touch. Like, it's going to take a whole lot of work and <laughs> no, like, just savvy to be able to touch Quincy Jones. So, yeah, that's a few. I have many more, but. Yes, of, co of course. It, it's those who you can think of right now. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how you talk about storylines as well, because I work in like drama TV. And I mm. thought that music, but like entertainment in terms of music, in the music videos, I never would have thought, okay, that's storylining because because I do storylining in TV drama, actually. Yeah, yeah music is um, storylining, it's storytelling. You're telling either your story or a story. Exactly. So it's, it's nice how you kind of correlated it and just brought it together like that. That's really yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. So speaking of you being like a believer, who would you mm -hmm. say God is to you? Man, everything. And that's so cliche. But mm -hmm. like when you really start to develop and cultivate relationship with God through the Holy Spirit, every every thought, every decision that I make, I check in with like, OK, Holy Spirit, how am I supposed to operate here? And just those, like, I start my day. That's the first thought that I have in the morning is thank you, Father. Like, and 
it's just life that I'm thanking God for. And then just really understanding that, especially now God desires relationship, you know, not tradition and not, you know, just being like going to church uh, on, on a Sunday, uh, going to Bible study, but really relationship outside of the four, four walls, outside of brick and mortar. God wants to know you and he wants you to know him so he can reveal the things that he put in you, Amen. you know? And so when you recognize that there's always this battle that's going to go on for life, it doesn't get any easier. And I'm just like learning that as the journey goes on, but there is a battle between flesh and spirit and your flesh is the, the thing that pulled you into culture. And when you come back to the righteous paths that God has set out for us through his word and through just the miraculous things that you can experience through people or conversations, you realize that Holy Spirit, like that is your whole your whole being, like your, your personality, your energy, this body is protecting that spirit of God. That's the active expression of him mm. right now, you know, and so we become those examples of what heaven looks like, you know, and we also get to be transparent just vessels to say, hey, like as much as I love God and I follow like his will for my life, I still fold sometimes. I still fall short. However, God is a loving God. He's merciful. He's graceful. And he will always forgive when you turn away, when you repent. And that's the, the simplicity of the word of God is, you know, to obey and to always have a heart, a, a, like a heart posture of humility and turn away whether you you had sinned intentionally now you know like oh yeah that was not it you was out for lunch man you know <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you really when you really understand that god protects you and that like one of the the moments in my life was in uh, to, uh, 2021 september 20th i'll never forget the day because i was dealing with a lot of things and i was going through a healing process and i remember god saying don't worry and then he followed up before I could even answer, don't worry ever again. And so I'm like, yo, that's a tall order because I have no idea when I'm going to take my last breath. But if you're telling me not to worry ever again, I'm going to really need to lean into your protection and do, you know, First um, Peter 5 and 7, cast your cares on me because I first love you. So I, I spend many moments of the day casting those things that I know I don't, I'm not capable of accomplishing on my own. You know, when when anxiety or when worry or when the fear of a situation comes up, I immediately say, Father, I cast this onto you because I don't want to worry. And you told me not to. So I'm going to obey that command and I'm going to give it to you because some of these things are like, oh, I want to worry. But you said don't. So here it is. Like, what do I need to do? And sometimes the answer is wait or, you know, so uh, that's just I don't even know how to put it into words. I hope I did OK with that. But that, that is what God is to me. You know, and, and that it changes every like it's not even a day to day thing. It's like moment by moment. You when you really are plugged into the Holy Spirit at all moments of the day, you become aware of just how peaceful this life is, even in a world of chaos and circumstances that are crazy around us. When you trust God, when you really say I surrender and you mean that thing, God will he performs miracles in ways you like, yo, I was so worried about this thing. And he was like, yeah, I know, but I have to test your faith. And it'd be like the very last second before the circumstances become, you know, just outrageous. The guy steps in and everything that you thought could have happened because you casted it on him because you were obedient. He said, yeah, no, I got you. And I'm going to keep having you as long as you keep being obedient. Amen. And no, that I love how you beautifully said that. And even like for those like who are listening and 
those who have experienced God or want to experience God or want to give their lives to God, like, you know, God is for God is for everyone. Like you don't have to be this person with suit and tie going to church every Sunday or nah. <laughs> you know, God is in the midst. He's there in the trenches. You know what I mean? Um, he really is there. And I think it's like everything what you've said and like what comes to my mind is the peace that surpasses all understanding. Like you oh know, my God. um, everything that's been going on in the world currently. Um, you know, and it's beautiful because God already knew everything was going to happen. So the fact that He tells us not to worry when we kind of have every reason to worry, He's yeah, peace be still. And isn't it beautiful how when He commands us to do something, it's actually for our good, our own good. It's not for yeah. anyone else's good. It's literally yeah. like because stress and anxiety, um, it's not good for the soul, even though we. Yeah experienced it you know Absolutely. and it's not even normal like yeah. to, to be stressed or to operate in anxiety that's not normal for yeah. us that's and true. because um there's so much like we, we've just consumed so much of what culture says yeah. should be you mm-hmm. know with all just these different um just energies and and you know principalities you know i'll go into ephesians 6 at any moment because we're never dealing with with people we're dealing with powers and principalities but um it's just like just understanding man i listen i could i don't even know how to put it into words man but um i really I, i lost my train of thought but this is what's on my heart is just understanding the simplicity of trusting god you know, and simple and easy, two totally different things. They are not uh, synonymous, you know, because I wouldn't say that this walk is always easy, Mm -hmm. but it is simple and it does bring so much peace. Even like you said, when everything, when you think that everything around you should just be like, I don't know, you know, I mean, I do know, but it is just more and more challenging to put into words because God is just that dope. You know, and you can be who you are. Like, I, you don't have to be just the holier than thou. Like, no, I still have moments where I want to let somebody know. And, and you know, and, and listen, I, I got a sharp tone sometimes. And, you know, now now I have to I pray. And it's sometimes in a moment um, and I check my heart posture because there is a such thing as righteous frustration or righteous anger, you know, and what we have to do, especially as believers and examples Let's check our heart posture. Like, is this your flesh wanting to rise up in this situation or towards a person? Or is it righteous for you to let them know as a way of accountability or just say, hey, listen, this is this is how I roll, you know, because I will let somebody know and I won't love you any less. But if you're wrong, I'm gonna let you know, you know, but if God say be quiet, then I'm gonna just hold my tongue, which is it's a learned it's a learned thing because I used to just go there like, listen, but. But God. Thomas, I mean, I feel like you've already answered this already, but maybe maybe if we could go into more a bit more depth, but you being a believer and working in the in the entertainment industry, tell us a bit about how what that's like. It's so many different things because I don't just do one thing. You know, um some people just do music. Or, you know, they just act or they just dance. And I think one of the cool things is, one, I like challenges and, you know, have like being multi-gifted and multi-talented. I think one of 
the most challenging things, uh, I mean, there's a few, there's like pro, a lot of pros. I get to meet so many amazing people and pour into people. And like, that's, that's the biggest thing for me is like, I just love being of service. And, you know, whether that is giving somebody a just like super high energy, um, just like being able to interact with fans, like whether it's 500 people in a room or 10,000, like I love that aspect of it. Um, but it's a, sometimes it's a lot of hard work. It is a lot of hard work. And the reward is um, like the performances and getting to see the finished product on a video or a piece of content. Um, and just like recently in the last six weeks or so, like this is um, the first couple of weeks that I've had that's uh, I would say slowed down because I'm always working on something. But um, like I, I just did two movies, um, you know, it was on the production wow, crew uh, for, for two. I, um, and then in the midst of that, I was on tour as well. And I had maybe like 10 days between both of the films that I did, but I was still shooting uh, music videos and like work. So like that part of it, sometimes um, I don't get adequate rest. Uh, but, you know, me and a close friend, like we started really um obeying like to work six days and take a day of rest like um and that has been so just that's been super dope to like go hard for six days sometimes i'll go to bed at a particular time or i just pass out because it's like okay i can't even work anymore fall asleep at the computer or just like fall asleep phone in your hand but that one day of rest has really changed the game um and then just learning like i think that's the the dope like there's so many like i said so many pros but just learning from so many different artists and, you know, promoters and um, creatives that I, I think that just really opens because I love to learn, you know. So when I get to have conversations with other, um, you know, people of influence or celebrities, if you will, um, I just recognize how normal we are as people. We just have a high responsibility and, um, you know, trust, of course, from God to pour into you know thousands or millions of people and to just see at every level um just how how you can cultivate uh cultivate relationships with just different artists uh and we all feel the same way it's like as much as people love us as the you know celebrity uh we're still normal we just were chosen to do a very irregular job you know <laughs> oh, no. how I mean how do you find like obviously having that much much influence on other people but also working with other celebrities as well like how do you find that um so I, I think I mean it just it, it for for me I recognize like like I said it's like we're normal people and you know I um I mean, some of it comes from just like doing the films. You get to meet people like, and what I love about just that aspect of meeting other celebrities is sometimes we don't know who the other person is, you know? Like we meet them on set or we meet them at the show. And I, I love when um, I start cultivating friendships or relationships and I may not know who an artist is and then realize like, yo, you're a pretty big deal. And, you know, it's uh, like vice versa. People kind of recognize that. Like, I had no idea you did all these things. That's like when you meet someone just from a, a standpoint of, you know, being who you are mm -hmm. and then realize like the celebrity or the influence or, you know, whatever uh, level we're at as artists. Like, I just think that's the dopest thing is for people to get to know who I am 
because um, there's not much separation between Thomas Troutman, the artist or influencer, and who I am on a regular basis, because, you know, that's why I never created like a stage name or anything, because who I am is like, that's what you get. Uh, these different just um, compartments of the anointing, and it's all to serve people and allow them to just experience the testimony. Like I have a pretty impactful testimony and to be able to share that with other people and let them know like, hey, these are the things that I've been through. These are the foolish mistakes that I've made, but I'm wiser and um, I have more love to give because I have even more grace for people who have gone through um, just the different things that I have over the course of my journey and to be able to show people that kind of love, because it's not a lot of love going around in the world anymore. And so to love people and meet them where they are, regardless of their lifestyle, regardless of beliefs, when they really get to see an example of God's love through a person, it plants a seed or it waters a seed for them to come closer to salvation. Amen. Oh, that that's beautiful, Thomas. You know, and what I, what I most loved about what you said, even though I loved everything, like loving people regardless of who they are and of who, regardless of their beliefs, where they're at in their lives, what they've done, what they haven't done, and um, yeah. loving people without measure, so unconditionally. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so beautiful. So, Thomas, you often encourage everyone on your platform to be fearless. Why yeah. you do? I love it. Literally, when I hear a fearless, I always think of you. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Why is being fearless important, and how can we practice being more fearless in our everyday lives? Oh man! Well, the first thing I think about is Second uh, Timothy one and seven. It says we were not given the spirit of fear, wow. but of power and love and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And a sound mind only comes from like sifting through fear because one of the things like that I've learned on my journey is that fear is going to come up. It's our biggest opponent. Like fear is your biggest opponent in life. But when you find ways like fear is weak, when you really recognize, like I was saying, like anxiety and these different things that are um, a result of being fearful. Like when you realize how, how weak that is and how it's not even normal for us to be fearful, except of God, you know, when you think about like fear, um, translated into Hebrew, one of the meanings of fear is honor and admiration. Mm -hmm. And when you fear God, you honor and admire him. Fear of the world, though, it's like, why be afraid when it like, you, man, there's just so many things. But the reason that I, I say be fearless is because fear is the thing that will stop you from being great. And sometimes like this was me for a while. I was fearful because I knew what I was capable of. And I knew that I had just like this resilient energy about anything. Like if I put my mind to something, I'm going to accomplish it. And if I can't, I'm going to find ways or people to help me accomplish it. And, you know, I'm on a relentless pursuit for abundance. And abundance comes from a mind that is free. And freedom only comes from being resilient and, you know, being like just trusting. And, you know, some people say the universe or, you know, like love is that's that's who god is and there are different layers of love so when you love there's no place for fear yes wow that's powerful that is powerful and I, especially when you said fear stops us from being great you know everyone experiences fear but it's about how you deal with fear or how you overcome yeah. it and um, no that's yeah. that's beautiful and yeah. thomas what do you want your legacy to be 
You know, when I think about that, that is such a loaded question. Mm. But I think I want my legacy to be that 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 man loved God. Like that is what I want people to to know and to remember and to love about me and that they feel that anointing on everything that I do. Because at the end of the day, like uh, I want to be invisible. Like, you know, of course, um, being celebrity and influence and like becoming famous and that kind of thing, like it's inevitable when you love to serve people. But um, I want people to see God. Like, uh, you know, and this might sound crazy, but I say it often and I meet it even more each time I say it. But um, as much as I love the character of Thomas Troutman, like, I don't care about Thomas. I want people to see the Holy Spirit because Thomas is going to pass away. But the spirit that's in me will live on forever. And if people know that that spirit is of love and it is of encouragement and it is of grace, you know, and a place of not judging like, that's what I want people to remember. I want them to be able to say he was a good person because he loved without conditions. That's the legacy that I want to leave. And that, that's, that's a beautiful legacy. Thank you so much for sharing that, Thomas. And last but not least, are there any last words you want to share with our lovely viewers and listeners? Well, I just want y'all to do exactly what we talked about. Be fearless. And like, what does that mean to you? That's a question that, you know, I think it's time to ask myself again, like, what does it mean to be fearless? But, you know, that, I would love that. Like, even if you hear this, you can follow me on like all social media, Thomas L. Troutman. I'm on Instagram more than anything else. But I would love to just like get those random messages of what fearless, like what it means to you to be fearless. Um, and just put your seatbelt on. I say that for various reasons, but I've got some really cool things coming up. I'm working on a project. I've got new music, a couple singles that will be coming out uh, very soon. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to just kind of this next wave because I spent a lot of time, you know, in theater and doing musicals and dancing. And um, of course, throughout that, I've been touring with Zap and I've, you know, put out a couple albums. Um, but I'm really like laser focused on my musical journey and um, just that that journey of influence and people through you know just the motivational videos and um working on a podcast myself amazing. So that's, you, that's amazing i was actually going to ask you what are you working on currently so a podcast is in the works okay it's in the works yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm super excited about that. And, you know, just a few other things, um, a, a documentary, you know, some like docu-series things. So I think just to be able um, to share my story a little bit more deeply and um, vulnerably. Uh, and I, I think that is one of the things that I've wanted to do for a long time, because I feel like people know me on a surface level. And, you know, I mean, they go a little bit beneath the surface because I'm just I'm a deep person. My friend's like, man, you're so deep. <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, I think a lot and I don't get to say everything that I want to say that comes to my mind. But um, I think podcast and then just really telling the story from of Thomas Troutman from my perspective, you know, because like I said, there are some things that I've done and things that I've been through to make your mouth drop. But God, you know, um, so I just really want people to know me on a more personal level. And, you know, then they'll be able to just understand the music a little bit more and understand um, just a little bit of who I am uh, from that from just that spiritual place and from that fearless mind um, just standpoint. Like this is how I became this individual 
who is always talking about being fearless and really is fearless. <laughs> like, I'm about that life. What's up? <laughs> uh, and, and honestly, guys, I can definitely, from what I've seen in your work, like, I can definitely see you're fearless. And to other people, it may look easy, but actually there's so many things you have to overcome in, in there mentally yeah. before we even yeah. manifest. Thank you for listening, guys, to this amazing talk, interview, gem sharing, chat with our amazing Thomas L. Troutman. And you can find us, pardon it on that Saffron King, so my podcast, and you can find me on Instagram at underscore ponder on that with Saffron and also on Twitter at, pod, at ponder underscore podcast. So thank you guys and stay fearless and beautiful. Yeah, yeah, you know it. Be fearless, man. Let's go. Guys. <laughs> Take care, guys, and be blessed. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, it doesn't have to stop here. Check out our Instagram at underscore ponder on that with Saffron and our Twitter page at podcast underscore ponder. Feel free to follow us for more inspiration and goodness.